Welcome back, coming to you live from the summits in Summerton, Philadelphia. We're continuing over here on beautiful Thursday morning with some beautiful Yidin over here. Some, I wouldn't call them guests, they're, they're regulars who just haven't been around in a while. We're, we're, we're uh, honored, honored to have with us Elon Paul this morning, and we continue with Netzach Yisrael over here. We're in Perik Aleph, page Yud, left-hand column towards the top of the column, and we have turned the corner over here. We are building speed, building up momentum, and the morale is explained to us now uh, the specifics of what uh, what is what is wrong with Gaulus, what's what what is off with Gaulus, what is um, against the natural order of things in Gaulus, and from there we can again extrapolate what the Gaul is, and that was the objective that we set out to accomplish at the beginning of this parak to understand the Gula via the Gaulus, understand what redemption is by understanding what we're lacking in the state of Gaulus, and the Maral based this beautifully off of a medrash. By the Brisbane Asarim Yada Teda, Kigeria Zarech Berzalahem Valon of Inuasam Arbame Shanam. So Yodaya Teda, Hashem says to Avram, you shall know, it's known, and you shall surely know. These two words, this duality, this doubling of, 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 of terms, is mentioned there by Hashem Tavram when prefacing the proto Gaulus, the original Gaulus, the Gaulus of going down to Egypt. Maral cites a Medrash that says, Yodaya, you should, it is known that I'm going to um, cause them to be subjugated, and from that you'll know that I'm going to redeem them. It's known that they're going to be scattered, and you shall know that I'm going to gather them together. It's known that I'm going to give them away as collateral, let them be collected, and you should know that I'm going to redeem them. The Maral saw a number of things in this Medrash. This is the Medrash that gives, gives, that gives this take on Yodoya, it's known and you shall know. The Maral... And the Maral in, in, in is super precise, analytical fashion over here, gets to the core of this Medrash and sees a number of highly significant items that lurk here at the core. He's, first of all, says the Maral, we see three different aspects of what, what's wrong with Gullus. The, the Shibud, the Pizur, and the Mamashkin, the, 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 the fact that we're scattered, the fact that we are enslaved and the fact that we are in someone else's possession and someone else's authority the Mara built off of that as we saw towards the end yesterday we're going to continue with that this morning the Mara also sees you it's known that I'm going to scatter them and you shall know that I'm going to gather them together the Mara read a beautiful idea into that Teda is present is, is future tense Yodoya is, is present tense and the Mara is saying what the Medrash is, is in fact revealing to us is that from the Gaulus we see the Gula, from the Pisa, from the scattering, we see the, the, the uh, consolidation. From the subjugation, we see the, we see the, the restoration of freedom. And from the, the uh, possession and, 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 and being taken by someone else, we see the release. We see one from the other, and that says the Maral is a reference to the idea that he has been establishing and building up over here that Gaulus goes against the natural order of things. Gaulus is something that can't be tolerated. Gaulus is something that goes against the Teva of the Bria and it has to be reversed. It has to eventually give way to Geula specifically with, with, with regards to Klyistrol and Klyistrol is in Gaulus that means not just Klyistrol is, is thrust into a place that goes against the grain is out of the natural world order 
of of uh, of, of how Kleisel should should look and exist, but it, thereby, by extension, puts the entire universe out of order. The entire universe is out of whack because Kleisel needs to be in Geula for the universe to achieve its goal and destiny. And Hashem didn't create a universe for that universe to be thrown out of order. If that's the case, if we, if there is Gaulus, there has to be Gula. We necessarily know that there has to be Gula when we see Gaulus. One guarantees the other. One vouches save for the other. This is what we arrived at yesterday. Quite a, a huge discovery that the Maral makes that lurks at the heart of this Medrash. And one of the three points, again, the Maral identified that the Medrash sharing was the three areas where life is off as a result of Gaulus. We have Shibud, we have Pizor, and we have Mashkain, um, Mamashkain, Mishkun. Pizor means Klaisrael is dismembered, as we said, we're chapped up, we're really one large organism that's been cut up into lots of different pieces, pieces, parts. The, the Shibud is we are enslaved, we are subject to another nation's whims and wills and desires. We're not able to do what we want, when we want, um, how we want to do it. And that means that Klaisrael is, is, uh, is not able to take that leadership role if we are suppressed by another nation, we're subsumed into another nation, then the world lacks Klaisel giving the world direction. And finally, the idea of, of Mishkun is that we're not on our home turf. And when, when we're not on our home turf, in Eretz Yisrael, led by, by a manig, led by the Melech HaMashiach, we are lacking autonomy, we're lacking the ability to be fully activated, fully um, fully, fully um, effective in our Torah and mitzvahs and that's what Mishkun means, we're under the authority of others. Okay, so on that note, we, we, we left off with, with, with the final, the one that the, 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 the Maral was discussing, the idea of Shibud, that when we're suppressed and subjugated by the other nations, that takes away our ability to lead, to be the top of the society, the top of, of, of humanity, to be that beacon of light. So let's, let's pick up where, where we left off, which was right at that idea. Um, let, let's go back a few lines just to get this uh, within the full context over here. So we're going to go back to the right-hand column, three lines from the bottom. There's a period over here. The way the world is constructed, the way the world is created, according to the natural Teva Hadvarm, the order of creation, the natural state of affairs is that we're not supposed to be under someone else's authority, under someone else's um, rule. And we're not supposed to be in a place where others, other nations are able to subjugate us. That goes against the, the teva of the Bria, that goes against the natural order of, 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 of life, of affairs, the natural order of how the world is supposed to look, and it goes against the grain. Kleiso wasn't created to be subjugated by another nation, to be subject to another nation. That's not what we were created for. Lekach, we were rather created to lead. We were created to be the, the um, or, or, or we were created to lead the way, to pave the way, to show humanity what life is all about, to show humanity MS, to show humanity what, what, um, what's really right and what's really wrong. Objective moralities and principles. That's what we were created for. When we are Subjugated by other nations, we're not able to do that. We're not in that leadership role. Lekach yadoya. Therefore, it says to the Rebbeim, "It's known shani meshabdeim." I'm revealing to you now that they are going to be klai. So, is going to be subjugated. They are going to be oppressed and suppressed by the nations. Teida shani goyalam. But from that itself, you 
shall know, you have a guarantee that I will redeem them. The very fact that they are being suppressed is a guarantee that they will be redeemed. To take them out of the Shibud, they got to be taken out of the Shibud. Kleisel necessarily has to emerge from slavery, from, from slavery and enslavement. They got to be released from that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world with an order, with a destiny, with a goal, with a plan, with a script, and it's impossible for the Rebbein Shalom to set that up in such a way that it's not going to achieve its purpose, that, that, that it's not going to come full circle. That would be a flaw, a blemish in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's perfection, and, and there are no flaws, there are no blemishes in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's perfection. As we saw in Derech Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is incapable of being imperfect and incapable of creating something that's imperfect, even with our Bechira which can mess things up, but it can't destroy Hashem's plan. We can't thwart Hashem's plan. Ultimately, we can't block Hashem's plan. We either are a contributor to Hashem's plan, or Hashem's plan is realized in spite of us. That's the choice that we always really ultimately have to make a Bechira. The, the, uh, the ultimate choice of Bechira is, are we going to be with Hashem, or are we going to be against Hashem? But even if we choose to be against Hashem, that Hashem is, Hashem's plan is going to come in spite of us, and maybe as a result of us, in spite of us. And where do you see this? You know, you, you, you can be... And Mordechai and Esther, you can be the Haman. Mordechai, Esther, and Haman were all responsible for, for the Revach Fahatzalah, Yamud La Yehudim, were all responsible for the Nais Purim, were all responsible for the Kiddush Hashem that comes at the end of Purim, the, the Gili Machusai, Gili Kvado Yisbarach, the revelation of Hashem's oneness, Hashem's awesomeness. It came as a result of all three of them, Mordechai, Esther, and Haman. But the difference is, the critical difference is, Mordechai and Esther were willing participants, they were contributors, they used their Bechira to be a contributor, to be a shut of a partner, and bring out Hashem's Ratzin down here. And Haman tries his very best to thwart it, tries his very best to destroy the end, tries his very best to destroy Mordechai, goes against Akash Baruch's plan, and Akash Baruch's plan comes as in spite of Haman, but because of Haman, in spite of Haman. In other words, all Haman is capable of doing as much as he schemes and, 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 and plots and, and, and has these and, 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 uh, and, and, and uh, puts into motion his machinations against the Yidden to oppose HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to throw HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the best he's able to do is to become an unwilling contributor, an unwilling participant, someone who plays directly into Hashem's hands, plays directly into the script in spite of his of his of his Bechira uh, Ra'ah. So this is Ultimately, the choice that we have to make anytime we have a Bechira, Bechira L'Tavra, Bechira Ra, we never really have the ability to disrupt, disrupt Hashem's plans, to thwart Hashem's plans, to block Hashem's plans. The, ultimately, Bechira translates into the following. Are you going to be a Shotov? Are you going to be a contributor to Hashem's plans? Or are Hashem's plans going to come about in spite of you? Are you going to choose to be the person whom it's in spite of? Paro does the same thing, right? Paro does the very best to destroy the Yidden, to destroy the Moshiach. And Moshe comes in spite of Paro, to, to spite Paro. It's Paro's very plans that play into HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hands, that Moshe is raised and, 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 and given shelter in Paro's own palace. And and, and, and that's what gives Moshe Rabbeinu the license to come and go as he pleases during the Makkah. Every aspect of what allowed Moshe to be the Moshe was in spite of Paro. Paro played into the script unwillingly and unwittingly through his Bechira Ra. So getting back to the morale. The morale is capturing this idea over here. We're giving a lot of examples of what the morale is saying is that when the Rebbe creates something, it has a plan, it has a script, it's impossible for it not to get to the end of the script. We can't, 
We can't disrupt the script. We can't derail the train. We can't throw this, this, uh, this, um, this, this, you know, the game off course. Kodesh uh, Baruch knows who the winner is going to be already, knows who the champion is going to be already, knows how the game is going to end, knows, knows how, the, how, how the script ends. We can't mess it up. We can be a contributor or we can help it get there in spite of our plotting against it. And therefore, says the Ma'aral, if, if there is a world and that destiny of the world is Klai Yisrael, and Klai Yisrael helps effect that destiny of the world through Gili Kvayd Malchusa Yisbarach, Gili Kvayd Shemaim, revealing and, and, and pronouncing, proclaiming the glory of heaven, and this is where the world's supposed to get to, when it comes full circle, it has to get there. And there's no way it can't get there. And even though when we're in Gaulus, it looks like we can't get there, it looks like we won't get there, because we're being suppressed, we're, we're being subdued. We are, we are, you know, flying at half-mast over here. We have a guarantee that Gaulus will lead to Gaul. It has to lead to Gaul. It necessarily has to lead to Gaul because if it wouldn't, then the world would not be able to come full circle. And this is as Seder. It cannot come from Hashem, something that goes out of the natural state of affairs, natural world order. Things can be temporarily thrown off, says the Maral. Things can be temporarily out of alignment. Suffering and pain and bad things happening, Zairus Royce, can happen temporarily. The script can have an actor to here and there, can have a scene, which is a scary scene, a, ske- a scene which is a troubling scene, a scene which is a dismal scene, but at the end of the day, scre- the script has a happy ending. The so Maral is saying something also very chashiv over here that we can't thwart Hashem's plans, we can't block Hashem's plans, but we can use our Bechira. Definitely to do Averis, and those Averis can temporarily cause damage, temporarily create damage, temporarily throw thunderclouds onto the stage. But A, that's only temporary, as the Maral says, Lafi Shaw, and B, that ultimately will factor into the script, will factor into the plans, and will only bring the greater Gaul and will only bring the greater revelation. We can temporarily bring an Einish, temporarily bring. Um, Repercussions and reprisals from Shemaim because of, uh, due to Averis. But for the stage to be thunder and light, excuse me, thunder and lightning forever, to be gloomy and dark and dismal forever, this world for it to be forever plunged into chaos and evil, that's impossible. It's impossible for the whole show to get plunged into, into chaos, for the train to really get derailed, for the universe to be off course in an irretrievable way, in an irrevocable way, that's impossible. Says the Maral, something that's coming with a plan, something that's coming with a cycle, something that's coming with a vision, with a script, that's what he means, in a Seder, it's going to have to come to its fruition fulfillment because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a plan, has a goal, has a finish line. And he sets that finish line for the world to not get to the finish line. Hashem's creation, once it's set in motion and not get there, would mean a flaw in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and His creation, an imperfection in the Rebbe Yishlam, and that's an impassibility. V'chein. The world's created with plan and purpose, it has to achieve that plan and purpose. V'chein ma'asha that which the Rebbeinu says, you should know, it's known that I will 
cause Klai Yisrael to be subjugated, and from that you shall know that they will be redeemed. For one nation to be suppressed by and, uh, and oppressed by another nation, as we mentioned earlier, for any nation that goes against the grain, for any nation that's something that shouldn't be happening, for any nation where the world is losing a little bit of its of its of its um, vision and its and its um, goal that that has been set for it. When any nation is being oppressed by another nation, as we mentioned, the seventy nations for a reason. We need each of the seventy with its with its spin with its with its own approach and its individuality to have the totality of all the nations in harmony, recognizing God. Each of those nations needs to be doing their part, their role. Each of them has a mission to carry out. And when one nation, any one nation, gets Subjugated by another one, we're losing a little bit of that shlemus. The ideal and and, and 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 the plan, the vision for the world is that every nation really is supposed to be autonomous and have freedom and not be oppressed by any other nation, as we mentioned already earlier. That really, every every nation is supposed to be independent. Every nation is supposed to have. It's, it's freedom to be that nation, to be um, expressing themselves and to not be subject to another nation. Um, says the Maral explained this uh, in Kavur's in, um, in Hashem. And, and as you mentioned the other day, the fact that, that a klala was given to Canaan, that is one of the greatest punishments you can give a nation by taking their legitimacy as, legitimacy as a nation away. We took away their legitimacy as a nation. They're standing their placement as one of the nations by saying, no, you're, you're going to lose your right to be a nation. You're going to be subsumed into another nation. You lose your right to be a nation. You lose your right to have your own individual approach, unique take on being able to oppose God, to do the wrong thing, being able to recognize God in your own individual way to join the group of 70, the, the curse to Canaan was they lost that. They lost that. Um, the ideal is every nation needs to be there to, to give their own take and their own contribution to recognizing God, proclaiming God, and the converse of that is every nation has their own unique way to oppose God and to to uh, rebel against God. Each with their own spin, each with their own knech. So says the Maral, Hine, who we are discovering is as follows. His bar be'elu gimel devarim, shemin ha'galus, yochol lamed ha'ala In these three aspects, the three aspects that we just set forth over here and, and discussed and detailed, three different aspects of what Golis is. From these three aspects, we can now extrapolate the opposite. We can understand what Gula is. This is the frame of reference for Gula. So in other words, when we understand, just in summary, that Golis, part of Golis is, Kala Yisrael is dismembered, chopped up. That means, ah, so what's Gula? Gula is when we're all linked together as one organism. The finger can only do so much when it doesn't have a hand. The hand can only do so much when it doesn't have an arm. The arm can only do so much when it doesn't have a shoulder. The shoulder can only do so much when it's not connected to a a, a chest to a torso. The, the the small intestines can only do so much when they're not connected to the large intestines. The liver can only do so much when it's not connected to the spleen, but I don't think the liver is connected to the spleen. Every organ can only do so much when it's connected to the proper organ and every appendage and every limb. That's the first aspect. So in Gaulus, we're, we're disconnected, we're dismembered. Ah, but Gaul is when we're all connected. We become this super organism of Kleistral that we're all functioning in, 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 in the most... Um, 
fullest, richest way. Aha! I understand what Gaul is now by dwelling on the dismemberment aspect of Gaulus. The second of all, when we see Gaulus is when we're all out of our home turf, we're not on our homeland, home territory, being led by being led by Amanik, by Mashiach Tzadkainu. Gaulus means we don't have that luxury. That means as much as we can produce right now with Torah Mitzvahs, that's a fraction, that's a shadow we can really produce when we are back on our homeland, being led with a Hanhaga of... of um, of uh, of Torah, of Ratz and Shemaim, of of Mashiach, so we are able to say, okay, so now I'm really able to do this, the fraction of a fraction of a shadow of a of 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 a, of a, of, a, of a meager amount of my ultimate, my true output. The goal is when I'm fully operative, fully capable, fully unleashed, and fully unlocked. What I can really do? That's what goal is when every single Jew is bursting forth with with what he can do to transform the entire universe. And the final aspect of Gaulus, which allows us to understand Gaula, is that Klai Yisrael is simply unable to lead. We're supposed to be leaders. We're supposed to be taking that leadership role, showing the world true values, MS, what's, what's true and what's untrue, objective truth, objective reality. Gaulus is we're, we're unable to do that, and that's why the world's so messed up. That's why the world's so messed up. So much chaos, so much craziness, so much insanity in the world. Why is that? That's because we're in Gaulus. Because Kleisel can't lead. We can't show the world what's right and what's wrong, what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. The world's topsy-turvy. What doesn't make sense makes the most sense right now. Was the world in, in a great order when we were not in Gaulus during the Second Temple, for example? It was much different, yeah. In the Second Temple, we didn't have the Shekhinah, so there was Gaulus even there in the Second Temple. But in the First Temple, yeah. Yeah, but the the, the, the but uh, the, it'll be the most pronounced way when you have the the Gula Asida, there won't be any Yitzhar anywhere anymore, and then the world will be restored to perfect harmony and and and, and truth, and Gaulus is when Kleisel can't lead. Gula is aha, so I can understand that Gula Gula is when Kleisel is able to lead, and able to show the truth and able to shine forth. So here we have three different aspects of Yodoya. This is what Gaulus is, but Teda from the Gaulus you can understand the Gula. And we will continue tomorrow. The Maral is going to build on this and show us some very, very interesting ideas within just the 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 the, the shyness themselves. The terms Gaulus and Gaula. You're going to see the Maral is going to what he's going to pull out of his hat next. Mizrachem, we'll see that tomorrow. And everyone in the meantime should have a wonderful today.